what is up still? Studying. The voice is starting to feel a little bit better. Not 100% yet, but happy Friday to all. Here we go, kicking off the weekend this Friday, October 8th, 2021, episode number 117. Can you believe it? 17 episodes beyond the 100 mark. Here we go, getting ready for the Steelers to take on the Denver Broncos. And life is good, man. Life is good. Sure, the Steelers are one and three, but you know what? We get the opportunity to watch them every week. And that's a positive thing. And hopefully they can get back into the win column this weekend against the Broncos at one o'clock. Got a lot of coverage coming up on that game. We'll get into my prediction on the Still Study podcast coming out later this week. That probably will not be up until Saturday, so be on the lookout for that. But as I always like to start, just want to begin by saying thank you, expressing my gratitude to you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It truly does mean the world to me and my gratitude to you. I would love to hear from you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. So today's episode is going to be somewhat of a hodgepodge of some different things that I wanted to bring up in reference in the episode and really talking about two players first up. And the first player is Najee Harris. And there's a stat that I saw earlier today on Twitter and was somewhat surprised by it based on the struggles that have happened in the running game. But Najee Harris leads all NFL running backs with broken tackles. And that's pretty impressive considering that he's a rookie. That's pretty impressive considering the lack of a push that the Offensive line has gotten these first four games. But it also speaks to the promise that he has in the ground game for the Steelers and what he's going to be able to deliver once things get going. And we saw some promise this past weekend against the Packers. And hopefully as these games continue and starting again here this weekend against the Broncos, we see even more improvement and even more from the running game. But surprised to see that, that he leads the league in broken tackles. I think it's 27 broken tackles. Again, speaks to his physical nature, and I think big things are on the way for Najee. I can't wait till he breaks that 100-yard mark. Would love to see him have a big 200-yard performance this season with three touchdowns, a statement game from Harris. Hopefully that's coming soon. And then there was another statistic out there that I wanted to share, and that was related to Deontay Johnson, whom I believe is primed for a big season. I pointed that out in my season preview. Johnson has been targeted over 30 times so far by Roethlisberger. He missed that game, if you'll recall, due to an injury following the contest against the Raiders, but targeted over 30 times. And guess how many drops he has? Zero. 
His next drop will be his first. And the reason I point that out, obviously, is because he struggled so much last season with drops. He spent a lot of time this offseason working on that, catching tennis balls of all things. And we're starting to see that hard work pay off for Johnson in terms of his production this year on the field. So zero drops for Deontay. He is the most explosive playmaker, the best playmaker, you could argue, in that wide receiving room. And he's only going to get better as the season goes on. So props to Johnson for his play so far in this young season. The other thing I wanted to talk about today is earlier this week on the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider, we have a segment we do at the end of each episode called The Terrible Three where I launch three questions at Jim that he doesn't know are coming and they try to catch him off guard. And I asked him, you know, in this young season, who would be the Steelers' MVP and that's considering all elements of the football team, offense, defense, special teams. And I wanted to take on that question myself, and I'm going to do that here today, but I also want to attack that question from another angle. So I'm going to look at it two ways. So not only the MVP, but I also want to look at who has been the most disappointing Steeler so far in this young season. So that's what I'm taking a look at here today. Who is the Steelers MVP through four games? Who has been the most disappointing? So we'll start on a positive note. And really, it's difficult to find somebody who has stood out with their play consistently game after game who has produced, who has given an effort, who has really generated a lot of positivity, as Tomlin likes to say. And it really is hard. You could make the argument for T.J. Watt based on his stats alone, but he did miss some time with that groin. And even his sacks last weekend, one was due to an illegal trip. One was him just touching down Rodgers, after he gave himself up. Some hesitate to go that route. Hesitant, excuse me, hesitant to go that route. And this might seem obvious, but the route I'm going to go here in terms of the Steelers' MVP, and I do believe it, and he's still got room to grow, and I've already mentioned him once on this episode, but it's Najee Harris. Sure, he hasn't had a 100-yard game yet. Sure, he's had to fight for his yards. And there have been instances where he has missed the hole. It's been open for him. And he is not free of that criticism. But he has been the Steelers' best offensive player thus far the most consistent. And I think by season's end, we're going to see even more from him. He's an every down back. He's physical. 
as I mentioned earlier on this podcast, he's leading the league in missed tackles or breaking tackles, excuse me. And he's also shown that he could be a threat in the passing game. Now, I know some of you out there that are who are listening are saying, well, he, he had how many drops there against the Bengals? Yeah, he has had a lot of drops, but he was targeted how many times in that game? And a lot of those throws were just Ben, as soon as he was getting the snap, just firing the ball to him. But Harris has been that player who has shown up every week He's only going to get better. I don't think there's any question he's going to hit 1,000 yards. This running game is improving. The line showed that it got better last week. And I think there's a lot more meat on the bone for him. He's the MVP. Now, that's not saying much because he doesn't have a ton of production. But in an offense that has been as stagnant as the Steelers, he's the one you have to point to in terms of MVP. In terms of the most disappointing player, geez, there are so many to choose from. And you could go both sides of the ball because they've been equally as bad these last few weeks. But in sticking with the theme of offense, we're going to go offense again for most disappointing player. Because the defense has had its moments of shine. Again, it has been perfect, but they've had some nice opportunities. And again, this might seem like the obvious answer, but it's Ben Roethlisberger. And here's why. Here's why I'd say Ben is the most disappointing player so far. Outside of the obvious, but to me... The physical skills are there for Ben. Now, I know he doesn't have the mobility or the speed that he used to have. I'm not saying that. I'm not making that argument. But the arm strength is there. It's sufficient. What I've seen from Ben is more of not making the appropriate reads or playing within the system and playing Fearfully. Now, I know there's been a lot of pressure on him. That offensive line hasn't given him great protection. But it's been sufficient. And there was a stat that talked about last week. His Ben's completion percentage when he has a, a I forget what, what the time was to throw, but when he's got an extended amount of time in the pocket, that his completion percentage and his passer rating still isn't quality. So I, while he has not played well, he's played below expectations, and I am fully questioning his ability to lead this team, I still feel like there's something there that he can utilize. It's different. It's not the same as what it used to be. But I feel like he has really played below expectations and below what he can actually do. I know he's not happy with his performance. Unless it is an age thing, where it's, it's the mind-body connection, I don't know. But I'd have to say that outside of overall, every player on the team, the most disappointed, the, the player I'm most disappointed in is Ben. And I'm not taking a shot at him there. I'm just saying that I expect more from him, even with his limitations. 
And I hope this weekend against the Broncos, he can get this thing turned back around because I'd hate to see his career end this way. And studying, 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 studying. With that, that concludes episode 117 of the study session. I'm your host, Jeremy Ritz here, wrapping up another Friday episode with you this Friday, October 8th, 2021. Thank you so much for being a supporter of The Still Study. Would love to hear from you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everybody. Have a great weekend. I will see you back here for a Saturday study session or weekly mailbag. Check it out and look for the podcast coming soon. Peace.